Welcome to Calling All Brides Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Cirillo, with over 40 years experience in the wedding industry, from an owner of a wedding event rental company, to a DJ, and to a wedding videographer. And I'm your host, DJ Michael Joy. I have, check this out, 30 years of being a DJ. Trust me, there's nothing I haven't seen or heard at a wedding. All right, well, welcome to the Calling All Brides Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Cirillo, and I'm with our other host, DJ Michael. All right, well, we have an awesome show, Michael. I don't know if you can tell, but we got a special guest here. They got prettier in here, didn't they? Yeah, they sure (laughs) did. Don't you you like this background? Yeah, yeah. Well, we have a special guest uh, with us today. We have Nikki Morgan of Nikki Morgan Photography. She is an award-winning wedding photographer right here in our home market of Columbia, South Carolina. And we are super excited to have her because she's going to help us talk today about choosing the right wedding photographer for you. Nikki, welcome. Hi, thanks for having me. Yeah, definitely. We're excited, you know, so excited to talk to you today about wedding photography. So first thing I want to do is just ask you a little bit, you know, how did you become a photographer? I actually started my journey in college. Um, I've always been involved in the arts. And so in college, I took some photography classes and that's really where it all began. Wow, okay. You know, sometimes people... They just it starts as a little you know odd job or something like that to make extra money, but yours as well, a whole whole thing from college. Yep. Um, so I mean, like I was always involved in the arts, so band, chorus, all that stuff. Um, yeah, so it just you were nerd. Fit. I was. You were nerd. I was. <laughs> Not cool at all. Yes. No. Well, you know, Nikki, there's all types of photography. You know, you have baby photography. You have all kinds of photography. Hey, let's so, talk about this big bed that's over here in the studio. This is kind of freaking me out over here. How, what's that other Surprise. photography that you do? Yeah. It's yeah. What, bo- I, I specialize bo- in boudoir. Yeah. Boudoir. Boudoir. They go hand in hand. Boudoir. This is really cool. Beautiful studio. So yeah, we're gonna have a separate. We're gonna have Nikki out for a separate podcast about that special photography because I know a lot of you out there have questions about that so we will, we will definitely hit that so let's talk you know as, we, as i was saying you know a lot of different types of photography so what you know got you in the passion of wedding photography um well when i first started i kind of dabbled in everything and i, I quickly realized that i didn't really love kids or newborns and i was good at weddings i'm good at people and talking to people and um why not do something that i'm good at yeah and there's so many memories involved in weddings, you know, that, um, you know, with family photography or newborn photography, we can go back and we can shoot those again. But with weddings, you only have one shot. That's true. And yeah. um, so maybe that little bit of pressure, I don't know. What's <laughs> like wrong that. with me? I like the pressure. <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> right, right. Gotcha. Not that weddings are stressful. <laughs> no, um, weddings are not stressful at all. No, no. But uh, let's, you know, I want, I want to move into, you know, helping our, our engaged couples with choosing that right photographer. So I, I was doing a little research, you know, Michael, and uh, usually you're a research guy, but, you know, I was doing a little research today. You fired the team. I had a team. You fired them. I know. I just, you know, it is, it is what it is. Okay. But, uh, you know, recent study in the knot said that 88% of engaged couples um, hired a wedding photographer. Which hey, That seems low to me. It, I was thinking the same thing, but, you know, I, I, was, I was thinking about that a little bit more. You know, maybe you've got some, you know ceremonies that just happen maybe at a courthouse, things like that, or they're actually, you know, if you're at a beach or somewhere, uh, some venues actually provide the photographer for you, so you might not have that separate, you know, vendor. So, but, uh, you know, with that 88% makes uh, a wedding photographer the third um, most popular vendor for your wedding. So, pretty interesting. But, so, Nikki, we're going to talk a little bit about price here in just a moment, but let's talk about, you know, the other things that an engaged couple should be looking for. You know, like, should it be experience? Should it be style? What should they be looking for? I feel like style, you know, since we're not talking money first, Mm -hmm. I feel like style is very important because you want to make sure that you go with something that you're going to like after the wedding. Um, Ten years down the road, you want to make sure that, like, you Mm -hmm. still enjoy having that photo up on the wall. Mm -hmm. Um, 
So it, it's really has to be something that you enjoy and no, nobody else. Um, so styles first and then the next thing um, would be clicking with your photographer. Like mm -hmm. they're your shadow the, the entire day. Um, and so you just want to make sure that you really get along. That's important. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I can tell you, you know, actually Nikki and I have worked weddings together. Michael's worked wedding with Nikki as well. And, you know, one thing, when, when you're at the, after the ceremony is over and it's time to take, you know, 20 sets of pictures with family, you've got to have a photographer that is in control, you know, that's not timid, that's not afraid to tell people what to do, where to move them. Uh, so I think it's really important. So what are some ways that, you know, when it's time for you to, you know, interview your clients and, and vice versa, the, the engaged couple want to interview you, you know, is it you know, phone conversations? Is it in person? What do you do to make sure that you're both going to be on that same uh, page for the, for the wedding? A little bit of everything. Um, they're welcome to come in here and have, you know, a meeting with me or we can Skype or Zoom or just get on a phone call because, um, you know, sometimes it's hard to communicate via text or via email and make sure you're still on the same page and you know so sure have there and have there been times where you've said you know what this this person just doesn't fit my personality or my style and i'm just you know it's just not gonna work for us yeah absolutely um and they feel that too mm -hmm. so that's good that's good and, and you want to rather get that over before you get in contact right, with somebody right. right exactly all right well let's talk about you know the, the number one things that you know an engaged couple they've got their budget right and they've got to figure out with this wedding photographer how that's going to fit with them and you know uh, again michael i'm doing that research again man I, you're supposed to be doing all the research i'm busy man i've been working on my tan i've been kind of busy yeah 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 so i see that tan um but uh anyways uh, the, the next study that i looked at again with the knot uh you know says that the majority of wedding photographers and this for this stat for the cost was around twenty six hundred dollars which to me sounds a little oh, low yeah. as far as the average you know michael and i talk all the time about um you know prices fluctuating on your ge geographical location. You know, if you're, if you're in California, if you're in New York, you're going to be paying a whole lot more than $2,600. But I think, you know, based on, uh, you know, just our, our research and, and talking with, uh, you know, professionals like Nikki, you know, probably that more to that four to $6,000, uh, you know, range. So let's talk a little bit about that cost. You know, people kind of wonder, okay, if I'm going to spend $4,000, $6,000, you know, what am I actually getting? Why, why might the photography actually be, you know, charging me that amount of money, right? So I know there's a lot of things that go into photography, wedding photography uh, specifically, you know, such as, you know, prep beforehand, mm -hmm. like timelines. You've got, you know, travel costs to and from the wedding. You've got the wedding day itself where you're going to be there for an entire day. Mm -hmm. And then you've got the editing process. So talk to me a little bit more about those costs and, you know, kind of what's involved and a little more specific about those, those things that I just referenced. Yeah, I think a lot of people think that... Um we just show up to take pictures and that's it. That's all we do. But um, there's communication beforehand. Um, there's the timelines, the family photos, getting things ready, making our list um, so that we're ready when we walk in. Um, I think y'all did. Did they, they give you a list on like, who they want pictures with? So I sent out a questionnaire and it asked oh. them, um, are we doing a guard or a bouquet, all that stuff. Oh. Um, tell me your family members and that way I can go back through. And, um, and I do ask like, parents, grandparents, right. that way I know who they are. And then I build a family list off of that. Um, so there's that. And then, you know, just because we're there for eight hours, that's a ton of more time for editing. Um, so a lot more goes into it than just showing yeah. up. Right, right, definitely. Let's talk a little bit more about the, the wedding coverage. So, you know, is that typically, you know, a six hours, eight hours, if they want to extend even further, can they do that? What, what is it? What is, you know, a standard wedding photographer package kind of look like? Yeah. Can it be done in six hours? 
it can, but it's stressful. It's it's a lot on the client because you're cramming stuff in. It's not enjoyable, and they can't enjoy their reception as much. Mm -hmm. So eight plus hours is really going to be that ideal time. Um, and I always tell clients it's easier to add time than take away time. So let's you know let's start with the eight, and then if we need more, we can add. But yeah, eight is eight is pretty much that standard. Standard. Gotcha. The safe zone mm -hmm. is eight hours. Now, if somebody's just adamant, and they, uh, and which Michael and I see this good bit, and they're just adamant, hey, we want you for you know ten hours. All right, do you do you have a, like an overtime or extra hour fee that you are willing to stay a little bit longer if they you know have some special moments or extra things they want captured? Yeah, I don't like. You know, I, I try to take care of my clients, so it's just my standard hourly rate that I would charge them in the, like beforehand. I don't add anything special. So if they're, you know, day of the wedding, we're like, let's add this, then just we go can the do floor. it. Don't tell my DJ couples that. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> the play. Across the board. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah, but you would have to end when, the, when it's over. I mean, because I've been in situations, though, tell, let's talk about this. Where the photographer is like, hey, dude, I'm leaving at 830. I know you're here till 10. And I'm like, well, what are we supposed to do for a departure? That puts the DJ in an awkward position, you know, because we're going to do the departure or we do, the, I don't know if this is part of what we're talking about, but the, the fake send-off. Those are yeah. you know, a big thing with me. I That can kill a reception really quick. It can, you know? it can. And you, you guys don't like them either. I know you don't. You'd rather get that moment when they actually leave than, okay, we're going to play, it's not a real departure, we're going to act like it is, and we're coming back in the party. It kind of breaks up the flow, I think. It does. Unfortunately, though, it all comes down to money. And time, mm -hmm. yeah, it does. Yep, yep, exactly. Let me ask you this question. So second shooter. So a lot of times I'm at weddings and I see second shooters. So and I, and I know our couples are kind of interested in that when they when they see that second shooter. Um, does that mean that, you know, they have to pay for the extra shooter? You know, or what's the purpose of having a second shooter and, and what does that look like? Well, the whole purpose is so you can get different angles, um, you know. I kind of learned early on where I need to be to get those angles. Um, but a second shooter is nice because I can't be everywhere at once. Right. So um, you can't be everywhere at once. You're not. I sure like do try. <laughs> sure yeah. do try. Um, so it's it's nice to have somebody else there, or you know, let's say I forget something and it's a long haul back to yeah. the ceremony space or something yeah. like that. It's nice just to have somebody there. Um, as far as the couple goes, and, and you know, most photographers build that into their package, so they don't necessarily see where that gotcha. comes from. You know what I mean? Right. So, so it's like, like we have a helper DJ, we don't charge them for the helper. We kind of absorb that cost. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Yeah. Makes right. sense. Makes sense. Gotcha. Okay. Let's talk a little bit about now the photos themselves. They're like. So after the wedding day is done, you know, how long does it typically take you to, uh, you know, edit those? And, and like, what is that, you know, for a, for a wedding, do you have a number of, I know every wedding is going to be different, but, you know, is there an average number of, you know, maybe I took 2,500 shots or something like that, and now I've got to edit those, so it's going to take me X hours. What, what does that look like? How many do you take at a wedding? Uh, it, it varies depending on what's going on. I mean, we can take as, you know, around 1,200. It's probably wow. like on the low number wow. all the way up to like 4,000. And wow. that really? depends on how really? many people we have shooting with us. Wow. Um, and, you know, that, that does take some time to go through. So I like to tell my clients, and it's in my contract, six to eight weeks for delivery. But, um, you know, I edit every single photo. So I have my hands on every photo. Wow. I go through and look through. It's called culling. So I cull every single photo and pick the ones that I love, and then I go back and edit. Um, I've seen photographers take up to 12 weeks, though, and I've wow. seen some deliver in two weeks. So I think it really just depends on 
how long they're shooting or how many weddings they have wow. going on or you got to take it to Walgreens, get them developed. Right. Yeah. Do that. <laughs> that actually, actually, Michael, that's perfect because that's a segue into my I, next I, question. I, mean, I thought we had pictures still. That's what I was going to say. Right? Yeah, I've been married for you know going on 20 years. And, you know, what? how we got pictures back then, I'm sure. Totally Were they color back then? Were they, oh, oh, yeah, I know, right? Right? Exactly. Showing our age a little what bit. What about Ford wedding? We didn't even do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, so tell us, you know, how how do, you know, Pride how do and Groom get their pictures yeah. now? Yeah, so um, there's digital galleries. So we send you a link and you can mm. download from there. Um, I also give my clients a little wooden USB. So it has their photo on oh, it. That's cool. It's really cool. That's it's like my cool. secret weapon. I don't really share with everybody. So <laughs> you guys know something now. Um and then our top package does include, you know, a wedding album because there's nothing like seeing your photos yeah, in print. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, cool. we live in a very digital world and yeah. it's just much different seeing them in person. Gotcha. Makes you know, sense. photo booths, sometimes we print, sometimes we have digital. So I guess it's the same kind of concept, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Photos. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, uh, now I want to move to a different segment. Um, what I did is I spent some time researching uh, some of the social media groups out there and kind of, you know, just searching what our brides actually, you know, what questions do they have for a wedding photographer. So I thought this would be a great opportunity to bring some of those questions and some e questions that we also got emailed as well uh, from the podcast. So again, just a reminder, guys, if you do have a question that you want answered either for myself, Michael, or a professional like Nikki, uh, we'll be glad to, uh, you know, get someone on and interview them and uh, answer those questions for you. But we want to talk about first looks. We get a lot, a lot of questions uh, as I was, you know, kind of going through the internet there and looking a lot of questions about first looks. Should I have one? Should I not have yes. one? You know, <laughs> that was a quick answer, Michael. Yes. I'm going to leave the room on this one. <laughs> oh my God. First looks kill me. Yeah. Uh, they were meant to do a purpose. And I don't think photographers that aren't true photographers understand the point of a first look is to get a lot of the pictures done beforehand because in a previous podcast, we talked about it, you're paying $6,000 an hour, right, for your wedding. Do you and that comes out to how much uh, a minute? It's 100 bucks a minute. Stat. It's 100 bucks a minute. Do you want to be out in the field for two hours getting that sunset that costs you $12,000 on top of their fee? So let's talk about first looks. I'm very curious. Okay, I love a first look. I love them. I, I will never push my clients to choose. Though, like, you know, like if they're... Well, if they're traditional, they don't want to see each other. I get it. I mean, right. I totally get that. Um, but I do think that couples feel like the first look like they're going to lose that special feeling. And mm -hmm. that's really not true. Like mm -hmm. think about a groom or, you know, significant other, they're getting to see you for the first time. It doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter who you're in front of. It's still going to be impactful. Sure. Um, and like you have a moment to be intimate with your partner mm -hmm. and just take time for yourself. Um, so it does help free up time. I love a first look. If I can get as much done before the wedding as I can, that makes my job I don't know if it makes it easier by any means, but it sure does make me happy. Yeah. Right. Um, and couples get to go into their reception sooner. So, you know, they don't miss their party. And, right. you know, I, I, you know, obviously, like, I love photos. I want to take as many photos as I can, but I also want them to enjoy their day. Yeah, because we were talking about a wedding I just did a couple weeks ago. The photographer kept them for an hour and a half after the first look. Then we had dinner. Well, that was another hour. Then they had to go grab the perfect, you know, twilight shot. The poor bride and groom got to party for 20 minutes. That was it. And they were, they were getting on. They didn't enjoy the reception. And I felt bad for them. Yeah. You know, I really did. Yeah, we see that a lot. And, and, and that's why, you know, again, guys, we tell you all the time, you want to make sure that you hire a professional. Because, yeah, please. you know, a, a professional like Nikki. This is not a place to save money. No. This yeah. is not. Not at all. Um, you know, because she's going to build that timeline. You know, she understands... Um, you know, the importance of the budget. She understands that you've got, you know, the food that you've paid for, the alcohol that you've paid for, 
uh, all your family and friends that are there and that you want to spend time with them, enjoy them. You got the DJ, have, you know, have a good time with the music and everything. So it's important, uh, you know, to make sure that everything's flowing. And, that, and that's why it's really important to hire a professional. So let's shift gears a little bit. Let's talk about uh, dealing with uh, the family photos. You know, sometimes you, you can have some weird moments where, you know, maybe mom and dad are divorced and now there's, you know, uh, oh, wow, yeah. step parents <laughs> and all kinds of wow. stuff. And, uh, or you might have a huge wedding party that's, you know, 30 people deep. How do you deal with all the, you know, the different kind of stresses and things like that of, of all these different, you know, photos that you're going to have to arrange and take? Well, I make my list. We've already talked about that. So I'm pretty prepared, you know, there. Um, it's rare that there's any kind of huge issue that, you know, I do have my stories, but um, people are genuinely happy on wedding days. So as long as, you know, I mean, they know that I don't necessarily know that the divorce was bad or, right, you know, right, so I don't really know their dynamics and I can watch and I can read the room. Um, but in general, people are just nice and it's rare that we have issues when it comes to family. Gotcha. Well, that's good to hear. That's good to hear. And I, and I think that makes sense that, you know, you don't really, you obviously don't know the, the, the background and everything. So uh, hopefully that'll make you feel a little more comfortable knowing that your photographers, they're, they're there to do their job, you know, and so they're, they're not concerned about the things that may have happened, you know, Maybe prior. make them aware of it so they'll be sensitive to it. But other than that, I wouldn't go into a lot of detail, I wouldn't think. I mean, I know we have tense situations on introductions, you know, John's bringing his friend, you know, because they're not married, they're not, you know, they're his friend, but you just kind of go with it and don't, you know, don't let the bride and groom see you freak out about it. Just make it very organic about it. You know? Well, and I do have a little section on that questionnaire that asks, is there anything that I need to know yeah. about these family dynamics before yeah. going into this? Um, and, and most of the time with family, um, I do start with like mom and then mom and stepdad and then <laughs> run through yeah. and then dad and then dad and stepmom. That way, you know, Everybody has their photo and right. everybody's happy. Good. That makes sense. That yeah. makes sense. So another question we had was rain on the wedding day. You know, wow. it's supposed to be what? Good luck, good right? Luck, if it yeah. rains, but sometimes that good luck doesn't translate. The bride's not too happy when it does rain, right. you know, because there's, there, there's some extra tears there usually. So let's talk about, you know, um, what can you do or, you know, how do you prepare your couples for rain? You know, if it is going to rain, because we, we can't control when it's going to rain. You know, I've worked with you personally. I know that, you know, you bring some extra special things. I know you bring a really uh, cool uh, umbrella and then she's got, uh, you know, extra lighting. And when it gets dark, you get that, that light effect off the rain. And that is just a beautiful, wow. uh, you know, shot. So how do you handle that with rain? Um, so I love rain on a wedding day. Um, not necessarily during the ceremony, um, but I have clients that will book me because they know that they're safe on a wedding day um, if it does rain. But yeah, like I bring my lighting, I bring my clear umbrella. Um, I do watch the forecast. So if it's like super sunny in the winter, I won't bring my clear umbrella. But during the summer, like I always have my umbrella on me because you just never know. Right. Um, but just creating those fun shots kind of loosens them up a little bit and helps them just feel a little bit better that like, yeah, we nailed it. We got it. Like we still have our, our images. Sure. Awesome. Sure. Good. Uh, another question we got now, this one's a pretty hot button question and, and we're going to have a whole entire podcast on this one, but I'm going to ask you from the, from the wedding photographer standpoint, cell phones at the mm. ceremony. What, what, what is your thoughts on that? There's always going to be that one person, right? Unplugged or not unplugged. Um, I do prefer an unplugged wedding because um, everyone's so concerned about getting the shot and being the first one to post it, and they lose the specialness of the moment. They're, they don't, I mean, they miss the whole ceremony because they're trying to get the best shot. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I, I just did a, a wedding recently 
where, you know, I'm waiting for the bride to walk down the aisle and a guest leans out into the aisle with their phone to get her walking down. And yeah. um, it just ruined those shots. Mm. You know, there's only so much I can do. You know, the DJ, I have the officiant announcer, whether I've been told to or not, I said, let's do this for me and for the couple. Just before you begin, just say it's an unplugged ceremony, please. They're paying a talk for a lot of money to get just the right picture, you know, and it, it works because people, oh, yeah, sometimes they forget because it rings or whatever but sometimes you're right they want to be get that moment i've seen mm -hmm. photographers trying to get around these people mm -hmm. and i'm like you know right put it up you know yeah. i have a picture from a wedding that i did many years ago and um it was a small intimate wedding but every person was holding a phone or an ipad and mm. you know i constantly think about sharing it just as like a little awakening moment sure. but Back in the it's day, they had the camcorders on their shoulder. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. Those big things? I'll never forget that. The guy would be leaning in the aisle with a big camcorder. Y'all don't even know what I'm Since we're going backwards a little bit here, uh, how about Polaroid? You know, oh, my God, right? I mean, that's you know? fun, though. That's, that's going to make so a fun. comeback, though. The yeah. tables, I've yeah. seen those at weddings. Yeah. That's cool, yeah. Yeah, but, but you know, when you had to go, you know, like you said before, to a Walgreens or something and, and, and get the film developed, I mean, nobody was able to share it on when there wasn't social media back right, then, but right. you weren't able to share that, you know, until it got developed. So, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a touchy subject. I get it. You know, I've seen some uh, brides say, hey, look, I'm, you know, for whatever reason, the photographer wasn't able to get a shot or something and somebody else got the shot on their phone. But again, I mean, you're paying a lot of money for your professional. Uh, they're going to get the, the shots. And, and like Nikki said, she's going to do the editing. She's going to make it look you know, the best that she can and, and for the style that you know that you desire. So, um, you know. Well, and sometimes we didn't get the shot because that person got the shot. shot right. right. Mm. Yep, exactly, exactly. Well, Nikki, we are getting towards the end here. Um, I'm going I'm to leave us with one final question. We've gone through a lot here, you know, from price to style, experience, all that kind of good stuff. But what is your last thoughts on, uh, you know, helping a, uh, uh, an engaged couple choose the right wedding photographer? Well, you definitely need to figure out your budget. Um, that's, you know, A number one. But remember that after the party's over, after the DJ's left, mm -hmm. that the photo and video are all you have. You know, the cake's mm -hmm. pretty much gone. You'll have it in a year. The, the food's gone. So um, make sure that you're ready to invest in that because this is important and make sure that it's with somebody who you can jive with, you know, that you don't mind being around all day. How about the ask their friends? Do people do that? Like my friend got married and they used this person? Is that, is that... My head just came off my body. <laughs> See, I don't know. I'm asking. I don't know. That's what I would think to do, but that's not good. Um, kind of like asking for a DJ, oh, he was great, then well, they like a different kind of... A, like, let them be in your, like, if they're such good friends, they need to yeah. be there as a friend right. and enjoy the wedding. And um, no, I mean, for referrals, like, you got married and who did you use? Does that help with couples? Because they don't know who to Oh, hire. yeah, absolutely. Because we used Nikki, she was thing. great. Yeah, okay. We yeah. get a lot of word of mouth business, yeah. what I was asking. We yeah. get a lot of that. Yep. Gotcha. No, I see your point, though. I mean, if you are a friend, it, it is much oh, better oh, to have your that's friend. That's like a friend DJing, right? <laughs> oh, my God. Well, and there's, like, not as much pressure for them to show up. You know, uh, there's a lot of times for last-minute people. Yeah, yeah they, they will. They will bail, yeah. Well, Nikki, uh, thanks for joining us. We really appreciate having you. If if uh, anybody wants, you know, Nikki does travel, so I do. She, uh, you know, would love to uh, be a part of your special date, Nikki. Warm have... climates, blue water, white sand. <laughs> that's right. It's no, right. I love Colorado too. That's right. You did do a wedding <laughs> yeah, in Colorado. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So, guys, she's all over. I'm telling you. So, and she's a great one. Michael and I worked with her personally. Yep. So, uh, but Nikki, uh, how can somebody get a hold of you? Uh, you know, if, if they were interested in, in learning more about your services. Yep. Um, so my website is nikkimorganphotography.com. I'm on Instagram, um, Facebook, all under the same thing, and um, 
I'd love to chat. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. Well, guys, we hope you enjoyed this episode of Calling All Brides podcast and got some great information to help you choose your wedding photographer. We've got a lot of great episodes coming up. Make sure you do us a favor. If you're on your favorite podcast app, you know, like Apple Music, uh, Spotify, all those kind of good things, make sure you download the uh, episodes for us. Make sure you uh, give us a rating and review. And of course, you can see us in person. Uh, if you head over to YouTube, Calling All Brides podcast on YouTube, make sure you subscribe for us on YouTube. Uh, it really helps us grow uh, so we can continue to answer questions and, and get advice and everything out there for you. So again, thank you very much, Nikki, for, for uh, joining us today. Michael, My any last words? We've got an episode coming up that's going to be the top 10 things not to do at your wedding. That's right. going to be a good one. Yep. we got a lot of good things don't coming up. Don't be a bridezilla. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right, guys. We'll see you next Thanks time. Take care. Great episodes coming up, and we've got a whole lot more, so make sure you stay tuned to the Calling All Brides podcast.